hello and welcome. Oops, your culture's showing. We're here today to talk about culture to you and hopefully to make it uh, pretty interesting. My name's Tom Peterson and I'm the host and I'm sitting here with Dean Foster. Hi, Dean. Good morning, Tom. And um, what are we doing with this culture stuff? I mean, it sound, it, honestly, it sounds really dry. You know, here you and I, here we are. Just think about what you even did this morning, which is like the me- most. What did I do this morning? Thing. I'm, I'm being, it's what you didn't do. I, think I know. You're personally I personally attacking me here. I, I noticed that you did not shave this morning. I did not shave this morning, and and I I did not. And why why is that culture? I don't get that. Uh, it is. There's a cultural piece to that. Yeah, culture is in everything. Everything we do, everything that people do to, to and with us okay. has a cultural oh, Okay, piece. okay, okay. So you sound sort of like you know what you're talking about. Uh, you've done this before? Uh, about 30 years. Oh. About 100 is plus it? countries. Oh, 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 okay, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All Most right. Fortune 500 companies. Oh, yeah, okay. A few books. So so you dabble. Then. Yeah, I yeah. dabble. Yeah, okay. But right. I, I'm very lucky because I'm dabbling in something that's really, really fun. I've yeah. ne- I I had the perfect job. Well, if you dabble in it, you clean it up, all right? <laughs> I hope, hopefully, I don't make a mess. I, I think, probably, we've already made a mess, but that's not going to stop us. We're going to keep right on with it anyhow. So, so I'm thinking you didn't shave in this. A whole cultural discussion around that. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. I'm not real concerned about being attractive to you, so um, I'm not... Uh, I didn't. I didn't worry about it a whole lot when I got up and looked in the mirror this morning oh, and said, man. "Do I need to? Uh, you know, do I need to really go through the whole shaving routine for Dean?" You, you just brought me was, so was far no. down. I, you, I'm so disappointed. I brought you down. Yeah, I, well, I'm you know, really... I, it, my my goal is not to bring you down, but but my goal is to be honest and straightforward. I would expect that if we're going to get together and, and transparent do something here, I mean, you'd have a little respect. And oh, well, then we got a real big problem you know, if I and, have to have respect. <laughs> Shave, you know. But I don't look, need to shave. I didn't need to all shave. Right, the truth is, I didn't shave this morning either. Well, see, there you go. There you go. Now, listen. It, it, it's so, uh, so but wait, it's not you... because I didn't want to look good for you. <laughs> um, and by the way, the, the, the laughter that you're hearing that isn't either one of us is our producer, Torrin. Hello. Um, hello, Torrin. Hello. Um He's brilliant. He's always there. He's 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 always jumping in with, with wonderful pieces of information. You no, know, it's a matter of respect, it, right? It, it is. Yeah, and and oh. if I really respected you, I would have shaved this morning. <laughs> there you go. Now it's out. You see? Okay, fair enough. However, there are there are places on the planet, groups of people on the planet who who shaving becomes some sort of ritual, right? I mean, there or am I just making this stuff up? Oh, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, the facial hair um, fashions of the day yeah. are kind of rituals, right? Okay, yeah. And, how, and it's, isn't it interesting, like today... Like, I'll be the judge of that, me, but go ahead. Men can wear facial hair like it's required now on TV. You know, yeah. all the, every commentator's got some level of, like, hip facial hair. Yeah, right? like partial growth. Yeah, and, and some groups of people, like, facial hair has incredible meaning and and significance even religious significance right yeah. so well sure uh, in, name three right i mean orthodox jews <laughs> okay uh, the men i'm talking about the men okay and and also many muslim sects <laughs> by the way the you're walking wearing... by yourself through williamsburg the next time okay <laughs> the men are wearing long beards and it has religious significance right okay. so facial hair is has, tells a lot you know what else no like i don't head coverings have you noticed ah 
the coverings of the hair on the top of the head. Well, uh, oh, you mean not like a hat, but like, but but like hair. Hair. You can have hair covering hair. Yes, I'm you guessing can. that hair on many parts of the body means something throughout the world. I think, yeah, and whether you shave it or not, yeah, it has a social and cultural significance. So, so we're starting off with our our our, our lead in subject here for today is is hair on the body. What does right. that mean? Or not? Or not? Mm-hmm. Or not? Absolutely. Mm. So, okay. I mean, there could be practical purposes. Like, I understand bikers, and I'm not a real biker, but yeah. I understand bikers. Men. Are we talking vroom vroom biker? Are we talking <laughs> biker? Yeah, no, the, the, the peddling. physical peddling bikers. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, the men, sh- the, the competitive bikers, they shave the hair from their legs because it's supposed to speed them up. Ah, swimmers they, do that, too. All right, see? There you okay. go. Yeah. So is that a culture? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> it's not a cultural thing at all. <laughs> but you hear it's that a, term. It's a practical you thing. You hear that term, though. I mean, you hear like the culture of, you know, in the swimming the culture, culture right. in, the, in right. the biking culture. So is that inappropriate or is that just kind no, of a I, loose use of the uh, terminology? I do think it's appropriate. Okay. If we've you, gone over you, to terminology now, which actually makes it even more boring. I, I think we've actually managed to get to that level. Well, you used this. the word. I didn't. Well, I'll climb I'm out tri- of the dust. I'm trying now, hard and here. We'll, we'll try. Let's go look at people's <laughs> bodies and, and see what that's doing. Um, <laughs> bodies around the world, hair think, or no? I think it's fascinating that in some cultures you actually have hair replacing hair. Okay, I have no idea what you're well, talking like, about. And, and I don't quite understand the background, so I, I say this respectfully, but mm-hmm. the but Orthodox Jewish women yes. shave their hair when okay. they get married, Okay, and but but to go out in public they wear a wig. Which is a very interesting, interesting. phenomenon, yes. right? Yes. And I understand the reason for it, because out in public, you I guess you want to look like the rest of the people on the street. Uh-huh. Um, and if you have... You don't want to draw attention to yourself. That you shade your hair. Sure. Right? Okay. So you're putting hair on top of hair that isn't there that would be there. There's a So there's a cultural slash religious aspect to the shaving of the There's hair. a religious piece to the cultural behavior, yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. That Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Right. Yeah, now, shaving hair off the body is not like, it's not new, and, and it's done in many different parts of the world. And in fact- And many I, different parts of the body, too. In many different parts of the body, which is I'm kind of going to, actually. Um, <laughs> that's- that's <laughs> Go ahead. If you choose to have your imagination run wild, please feel free. Speaking of, of running wild, some of the hair that is, um, is I mean, like hair is removed. In the, in the United States, the, at least the younger culture doesn't look at the hairy bodies as being a positive thing. Well, you know, it's uh, interesting to see these trends, right? Yeah. Um, there were times where um, facial hair on men was like something you didn't have in the 1950s. Well, the, the just, business, the whole business thing was the you idea couldn't you had have to facial be clean hair. They didn't shaven. trust you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, and then it became fashionable. Now it's very right. fashionable. Well, also in the 60s, in the counterculture, it was almost a mandatory thing. If you could have grow, hair. grow hair on your face at all, you were growing hair on your face. Well, hence the name of the show, you know, the Broadway well, hair, show. Yes, also long hair and off the, the celebration top of, the head. of long sure. hair on on men. It wasn't a feminine look at all. No, but women also had long hair statement. at that time, so they were and 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 I and other things. But we will just kind of slide right on by that. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> and, but they also in the, in like in that time period, and I realize we're talking 50 years ago, but at that, in that time period in the United States, that there was no big deal. In fact, there was actually a masculinity to the, to the idea of body hair on men and that you know the peacock phenomenon right that yeah. is, that in the natural world the the male of the species is usually it's the one that's the typically ga- the, the gaudy the and dressed bigger up plumage and, right, yes right right my yeah my plumage is bigger than your plumage so. <laughs> well that's the idea yeah <laughs> it is <laughs> it's like well, the, the female you know peacock is looking around and she's saying hmm <laughs> he, he's got bigger plumage than the other guy that's that's what i want now it, it, but you take other cultures other parts of the world we're actually I'm sorry I said female peacock that's like an oxymoron what do they call peahens peahens they're peahens yes Yes, because that's our expertise, both of us. We're (laughs) aviary we're biological naturalists right Right. of course (laughs) and um, in other parts of the world the, the body hair facial hair it's just not as prevalent because of who they are I mean the the genetic background that but it it in some ways it's there but you don't get the the big Paul Bunyan type of growth on the face in men in other parts of the well, world. Well, that's just, yeah, I mean, I think that's different biological aspects of, of ethnicity. That's, right. So, know, but, so, but my question then is, so, so is a culture going to say this is preferred because that's the biological reason behind it and therefore it becomes preferred or is it just being preferred because it's preferred or, or do I have no idea what I'm saying? So when you shave... Do you shave in front of a mirror in the bathroom? Yes. Okay. By the way, I'm not answering your question because... I noticed that. Yes. (laughs) So, I remember one time I was thinking in that those moments in your life where you think like, it doesn't really matter what I do, right? Because nobody's noticing me anyway. Right. Right. So, I'm going to shave like just half my face on one side. And and leave it. And leave it. And then I'm going to shave where my mustache would be. Just the other side. Right. And then I'm going to shave one eyebrow. Okay. Right. And I'm going to leave the other eyebrow. Okay. And then you have a choice. And this, this is probably why I, I never did this. I was, although <laughs> I've thought about it in those moments in my life, looking back where I felt like it didn't matter what I did, stepping out of the house, nobody's going to notice anyway. So, but here's the dilemma I had. <laughs> that way, wait. There's a dilemma that goes on top of this. I remember this. I can recall this. Okay. The dilemma was: Do I shave all one side so that it's symmetrical, so that my eyebrow and my half mustache and my half beard is all on one side, and the other side isn't? So you have symmetry in the asymmetry. Or okay. Oh, oh, do oh I, There's more. Do I go from side to side, like leave the right eyebrow, but? Then take off the right mustache and leaves the left. Alternating the sides. Alternating sides. Ah, right, right? yeah. And because I had that decision, guess what I did? Nothing. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> that would have been weird. I, it's, that's, I'm taking that as the only culture that actually exists in is Johnny Depp in, in the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, movies. Does he do that? Well, he does freakish stuff. So uh, <laughs> and it's a very small culture. Um, that, it's a, it's a um, like it's a petri dish culture, I believe. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. But it, now, well, that's interesting. The, but th- now here's a cultural. Thank thing. you for sharing the time in your life when you were heavy into drugs. 
I, I, I don't recall what the motivation was. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say that that's what the motivation was. Okay. Well, uh, fair enough. You don't have to, to say anything about it. I've already thrown you under the bus on that, I think. <laughs> so I would say this sounds like a good time for a break. We'll be right back. Got any questions for us? Well, if you do, there's a couple of ways to get hold of us. First of all, on email, our email address is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our handle on Twitter is oopscultureshow. Pretty clever, huh? So talk to us. We're in the bathroom. We're shaving. We're in front of a mirror. Bathrooms around the world are different. Let's talk about well, they are. <laughs> Because there's a real cultural piece in that. <laughs> okay, are there bathrooms around the world that do not traditionally have mirrors in them? Now, the whole thing about a mirror is oh, interesting. God, he's not going to answer. He's just going to go his own direction. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say you yeah. don't have mirrors yeah. in the bathroom because I think that's where you need a mirror, right? No well, matter, I, that's kind of where I'm going. No matter this, what you're right? doing, right? You're, yeah, you, you, you I think. I mean, if you're going to be doing these kind of things, if I'm taking a very sharp instrument and I'm bringing it up to my face and neck. Or elsewhere, or especially elsewhere, I am. I am. Why I am isn't using it just called elsewhere? Okay, now, it, well, that's a bit. Well, some people it's elsewhere, and some people it may not be elsewhere. Um, <laughs> some people it's nowhere. If you understand that, you're more in need of help than I am. But when, let's look at the mirror thing. Uh, okay, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Do your mirror thing. Now, mirrors re- can reflect. Um, in Chinese culture, for example, uh-huh. uh, you want to place mirrors carefully because they can reflect bad forces away and they can attract good forces in. For example, yes. you know if you're going into a Cantonese restaurant as opposed to, let's say, a Sichuan restaurant or okay. a Mandarin restaurant, yeah. you have different cuisines of China. If you if you walk down the street in a Chinese neighborhood, uh-huh. um, you'll know if you can expect Cantonese food if you see a mirror on the back wall of the Chinese restaurant. Okay. Um, associated with that often is a, a tank of water or f- live fish in a tank of water up at the front of the entrance of the restaurant. And, and, okay. and the reason for this is because in southern China, Cant- Canton region, where Cantonese food is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, a, a traditional belief that there are good forces and bad forces. That's that's pretty ubiquitous throughout all of Chinese culture. Yeah. But that the good forces can be attracted into the restaurant by water, and the bad forces can be deflected out by a mirror. Okay. So you put the mirror at the back of the restaurant, so it pushes all the bad forces out, and you put the tank of water in the front to attract all the good forces in. Good um, luck, oh, good oh, fortune. I've right. seen this. I've so seen if you this. walk, that's right. So if you walk past a restaurant and you see that kind of architectural arrangement, uh-huh. chances are it's going to be a Cantonese menu. Is is this feng shui? This is related to feng shui. Okay. Yes. Yes. And and we should 
you know, mentioned to the listeners, feng shui is, is this ancient Chinese belief that there are forces, good and evil, out there, and that the placement of objects, not just mirrors, but the placement of objects. I think plants and, and the, the fish tank that you were talking about, water, right. things like that. Yep. Right. Um, will either attract or deflect. Right. So where you place something is very important. We always tell, for example, Western business people when they go to China, if you're invited into somebody's office and you see a lovely jade object on the desk, yeah. um, you don't pick it up and admire it and then put it back down. Right. Because you may have put it back down in such a way where it's it's different from the way it was placed. And and the way it was originally placed was very thoughtful. Uh-huh. And, and it was done according to feng shui practices. Oh. So you may okay. have just deflected all that person's good fortune out the out the proverbial window. If you so, if you, in other words, if you're trying, <laughs> if you're trying to do business with this person in some form, that you're, it's probably not a good thing. Not a good thing, just, or even just personal relationship with the person, they're probably not happy about that. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay, then. Well, that would be a pretty good reason to know that. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Or at the very least, you know what kind of menu to expect when you walk into the Absolutely. Chinese restaurant. <laughs> a large one. <laughs> um, uh, Okay, um, that's good. Now, if the if the mirror is on the back wall of an Italian restaurant, what does that tell us? They're hmm. sh- they're serving Cantonese well, I, food. <laughs> I don't think it's an issue. You know, I don't think it, there's a cultural piece to that. They may have just enjoyed the fact that they wanted a mirror up there. Okay, there you it, go. It doesn't have the cultural significance that it has in in China. Somehow we got out of the bathroom and into the Italian. Somehow restaurant. we did. But if they they probably have a bathroom, so let's go back in. Um, it's <laughs> well. You know, and if you do that in the in the in the in the bathroom at the Chinese restaurant, it doesn't matter how you do it, right? It, it's right. kind of a it's a Western, and if you're Western, you're you're familiar with it. But just look at the difference. For example, if you went into a Japanese bathroom, yeah, it would be a whole other. Now, are you talking about you one in, in a residence, or are you talking about one in a at a business? In a residence. In a residence. I, I think okay. in a residence. Okay. Right? Probably you'd see this more frequently. It's not that you wouldn't see it elsewhere as well. Okay, yeah. so the Japanese, because I have a certain familiarity with the Japanese toilet, and and it's different. You do. I do. Do you have one at home? Well, it was a long night. There was a lot of sake. And it was <laughs> in the United States. We think of the Japanese as very Western in there, and, and I mean, I and I know we're really wrong with that, but what we think of them in a, in a Western way. So our first re- not being that's there. oops, your culture show, oops, right your culture show. Absolutely. It, it's if you are if you, going there and you go in to use a toilet, you, you may encounter what would be something far beyond what we would have. Here oh, you you have to know how to manage this nuclear device. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. It's, with all these big buttons and <laughs> noise making machines. I believe, I believe it's actually equipped to defend you in court. If I you need it to, you just press the attorney button. That's right. <laughs> right. And, and which one <laughs> it's, but it, it heats, it heats itself. It heats your bottom. Yeah. It makes noises to cover up the noises that, that are often you might be making uh-huh. associated with bathroom use. Yes, um, it has deodorizers of different aromas mm-hmm. that you can press the buttons for. Uh, what else does it do? It shoots up water. It it's is, like it's uh, like it's like the Bellagio waterworks in, in, in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> it's, I think it, it actually has a slot machine involved. Has, also, it's got synchro- synchronized <laughs> synchronized fountains <laughs> coming up at different times and different. 
directions. <laughs> I think, and, and I'm already feeling very good about that. It's, oh, you're having a great time. It's, 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 it's why people just don't ever come out. You want to stay in there. If you really, right. you really, after, after the fountain show, you're expecting, you know, the, the what else the comedian is there? And out. it's warm. It's, it's like, this is great. Uh, and yet, it, it, the interesting thing to me too is that it, it's so culturally specific to Japan overall. It it hasn't spread. Well, I was I saw one. I actually actually used one where you Did could you? choose the music that you wanted. Yeah, okay. To, to cover the sound. Oh, I've heard that too. Yeah, and a and wide had, range. Well, then you had a whole choice. Yeah, I mean, there was it's cl- like iTunes. There was classical. <laughs> there was there was there was so there was Asian pop. <laughs> What are you doing? So what? What am I about to do? Well, is you're going to choose uh, I think based just, on that? So the first is criteria, like an incentive. The first or? criteria that I had was how long am I going to be in here? <laughs> well, <laughs> depends. Did you stop for the Cantonese food well, it, before you came there? <laughs> it immediately reduced my choices because Beethoven's Fifth was out. Uh, you know, I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I think the 1812 overture would be a good one, <laughs> mainly with the cannons on. If I, if I, if I'd had the uh, the choice, you I, do have a choice. I would have, I would have gone straight to the end of the 1812. Yeah, right at the end. You just go straight to the end with the cannons and be out of there. They yeah. Just or the bells. The bells might help the too. Bells. <laughs> Do you know that when Tchaikovsky wrote that, he actually wrote in the score. He was on the toilet at the time. Maybe he was. Or standing in the middle of the river in Moscow. I think in the score, he actually says that there should be bells being rung by cherubs from the heavens. Is that right? Yeah. So you couldn't pay anybody in the musicians' union. No, but you had to pay the cherubs. How can you get cherubs in the... There's no cherubs in the union. That's the last time I looked. It's... Well, <laughs> somebody has to get cherubs to work, you know. I mean, come on, it, so it's I, been slow. I skipped the eighteen twelve, and I think okay. I, I think I chose, uh, given the fact that I wasn't planning to be in there for a very long I time. I see. Yes, I think I chose some interesting uh, Asian pop. You okay, know. yeah, I, yeah. I figured I was in Japan. Let it, me kind of get that 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 name for it goes along with the entire experience. <laughs> I would say yes. Asian pop. Right. Yep. When um when <laughs> I was uh, would be hoping Inagata Devita was in there. Actually, that but, well you know. again, how long you did? Yeah, well, there you go. That. Wasn't that the longest popular song ever? I, there I may be longer now, but it's it, it but was it's, it was minutes? for a long something like twenty two minutes. Something yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. What what? How long was it, Torin? Uh, you, how long was Inagata Davida? I will take a look. Not the Simpsons version. Or how long have you been in the God a Garden? Yeah. <laughs> Vita's Garden. They, I think her? they just pulled the plug on those guys. Anyhow, they were pretty stoned when they recorded that. So there you go. So anyhow, I'm still in the bathroom in Japan. All right. All right. Okay, I'm seeing 17 minutes. Seven, a little over 17. 17 minutes. minutes huh? Okay, I thought it was longer than that, but all right. Well, depending on. The Cantonese food you had the night before. You, you might, might have to run it to up again. There. Yeah, you might have to you go with a second press version the button of that. Again. <laughs> Loop, looping in Agata Davida is not pretty, not at all. Um, okay, but now everybody wants to buy a Japanese I did say toilet. Loop, by the right? way, let's take a break.
While listening to this, you may think, hey, you know, I wonder, well, if you have a question like that and want to ask us, there's a couple ways you can do it. One would be through email, which is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow at gmail.com. And then there's also our handle on Twitter, which is oopscultureshow. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow. I know, I know, it's not original, but but it works, okay? Everyone wants to buy a Japanese toilet now. Well, I would, and I, you can. That's the thing. Uh, that's the thing. I can't imagine because we're just we're just beginning with Japanese bathrooms. The, the The toilet aspect of it is just the beginning. We were renovating one of our bathrooms a few years ago, and I toyed with the idea of just of going Japanese. So I went online. Culture no, I didn't want a Japanese culture I, bathroom. Well, I just wanted a Japanese them? toilet because I mean, you know, it was fun. Picking a fight here or what? <laughs> So I went online okay. to see, and you could, you know, you can get them no matter where. You don't have to be in Japan. Right. Um, relative to a Western toilet, they, they're very expensive, but fair enough. They have all these bells and whistles that are just sure. so much fun. I just would think on, on anything from like middle top end up, you would start seeing so many more of them. And I don't know that that's happening in this country, in the United States. I think it may be in other parts of the world it is, but I don't, I don't see it happening in the United and States. And you would think it, it should because it, you think it would. because it, it sounds just, great. Yeah, right. The, here's another thing. And there, there are probably so many aspects of Japanese culture that I wonder, you know, you would have, you would have expected them to have caught on elsewhere. Yeah. But, yeah. but they didn't, you right. know, like the, the hot towel that you get at the beginning of the meal. Of a Japanese meal. Oh, right. Sure. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing, yeah. right? You, yeah. It, it soothes you. You get this hot towel. You can pat your, you know, wash off your hands. It's it's clean. You can't guarantee that everybody who walks into your restaurant is going to use the bathroom to clean their hands. Right. Many people don't. I mean, I go into, I do. If I'm taking this, I live in New York City. If I take the subway somewhere, the first thing I do after I get out of a subway is use a hand sanitizer or wash my hands. But maybe not everybody does, right? So the hot towel comes and it's it's wonderful. It, it just soothes you. It cleans you. It's Why didn't that catch on everywhere else? Wouldn't you love that if you walked into a French restaurant to I, sit I, down? I, and I would think that would be get great a nice for hot something towel. like that. Yeah. I would you know, absolutely. I think and a shave and a, and a shave and a body shave, shave perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the right French restaurant, I think that would work well. <laughs> or an Italian. <laughs> or an Italian. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. Um, so we started to talk about this, but what I don't understand is I don't I don't see how the and especially the Western world, which would seem meaning the United States, but Canada and, and Australia through Western Europe, Western Europe. I, I don't know why they haven't leapt to the Japanese bathroom style. Oh. It seems to me to be, I mean, and maybe in some little ways they have in some few little pockets. It but, is available and I'm sure people buy it. But but why hasn't it been like, we're, this is great. We're, why hasn't it replaced yeah. the current? Toilet, like, why can't I go to Home Depot and um, and just order my my Japanese style toilet with all the bells and whistles? I know you can get one that has certain things that will that will work with it, but mainly they're all special orders, and 
I just don't think it's happening. And to me, it would sound like it should be ubiquitous. I mean, it should, why wouldn't you want to do this? Yeah. You know, I, I think there's lots of reasons, right? Okay. But I also think there's a cultural reason. Yeah. Uh, economics, it costs a whole lot more. These contraptions are sure. just more expensive. Sure. Right? So it's only going to appeal to a certain group who can actually afford it. Yeah, but right? there's the, the supply and demand thing. So the more the people want it, the, the, the it cheaper it'll be. But yeah, there's still going to be a certain part of that. Right. Yeah. But ahead. I think the cultural piece to this yep. is that we don't want to hang out in the bathroom. I think it's a Puritan thing. I, I think... Hmm. You know, we just want to get in there, do our business, and but get we're out. We're not all Puritan influenced. I mean, I know the country as a whole is. I the, get that. Yeah. But, but I mean, because we've got the you know the parts of the country that are much much warmer and <laughs> and come from. See, I, I think bathroom manufacturers struggle with this problem all the time because yeah. they really want to make a bathroom so that you know you want to hang out in there. Right. 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 And so there's always is new it, features. Is that it we because like we're we? Th- but this doesn't seem to fit. <laughs> we don't it, find our pleasure in the bathroom. We, do, we, we find our pleasure. Sure we don't. Sure we don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> then there's a whole lot of other contraptions that. We need to create. Uh, well, maybe, uh, maybe I've got ja- a feeling. I've got a feeling the Japanese understand this too. Maybe they've come up with a new version. I'm, like, I'm gonna think that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it, the thing, you know, the first thing that struck me was, well, okay, but what do we do? We we want to. We run into a bathroom. Usually, we're late wherever we're going, whether it's out recreationally or business or work. We're, we're probably running a little bit late. We want to get in there. We want to get whatever we have to do done, get out of there, and That's move it. on. Right. But that uh, that but, would only work if we if it wasn't coming from a country if it was coming from an agriculturally driven country. See, I don't think that's totally it either because the Japanese, you know, you live in Tokyo, you, you're living a modern rushed life. It's too. a very rushed very, life, so very, that right. doesn't work. No. So we're still going, huh? <laughs> I mean, I get the puritanical <laughs> side, sure. You can use, but at some we we will look. We'll ditch puritanical for this is really cool in a heartbeat. I mean, that's what's made Silicon Valley, and 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 there's a lot of stock and money to be made in 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 that whole industry. So this would seem like, and it also with the the continuing progress of of technology. Obviously, the Japanese are on the cutting edge of that. Also, maybe we're completely. This thing can only get better. Maybe we're completely completely wrong maybe you and i have been so isolated that we've we haven't noticed for yourself here for that we haven't noticed that everybody's oh, it's happening it's happening it's happening well i don't know is it happening well i don't know what, what do you and i know well i don't know you're the cultural expert <laughs> i don't think it's happening <laughs> well i don't think it's happening either there it's not happening then <laughs> I think I think we're pretty safe. I think we're pretty safe <laughs> to say that it is not happening on any large or medium scale. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, ask the same question: like, how come saunas haven't, you know, become ubiquitous as the way they are, let's say, in but Finland I, or or in the Baltics, or you, you get into the Scandinavian countries and That's things what like I mean. that. Yeah. I mean, people love. One, we've we've adopted the um, the the like a whirlpool bath. That, Very much so. That the sells. hot tub. Not everybody has it, the but, but I've got a, one. The hot tub is and a big hot tub, hot, right? Uh huh. So that part of our society, we're like, okay. And so, it, like, we're immediately saying, because see, what does that do? You, I've got a whirlpool tub 
in one of my bathrooms. Look, nobody wants to play music. And well, but they do. They bring their <laughs> i their i uh, their iPhone in, and they play music uh, and they listen Here's to. The guess what? Podcasts. Here's the difference. So, <laughs> Here's the difference. And I'm guessing that somebody right now could be sitting in a whirlpool tub in their bathroom listening to this podcast right now. Right. And so why isn't it just structured for them to be able to go in? And in a world where what are they pushing at us? Artificial intelligence. So the Japanese culture is very, as many Asian cultures are, very concerned about the group, about others, right. about my individual activities impact on others. So in a public bathroom where there are lots of others yeah. What I do on the toilet has to be has to be carefully controlled so right. that it doesn't impact the others. Okay. So we have music, we have aromas, we have all sorts of things, right? But what we do privately in our house, yeah. We're not concerned about others. Well, but And I, I mean, think that's the reason it hasn't caught on the way other pl- uh, uh, other bathroom pleasure devices like but like I'll whirlpools buy, but, have but, caught on. But they'll sell who knows how many cans of air freshener that sit in people's bathrooms. So clearly we... There's some concern. We're concerned about what we're going to leave but behind. But not to the degree that we're going to play the 1812 overture. <laughs> but I think... I think... But if... I do, but I do think people are concerned. <laughs> because about if I that. was sitting next to a bathroom stall where I suddenly I heard the cannons and the bells, <laughs> well, of the there you go. Overture, so you know, I, you know what's going on. I'd perhaps. be more freaked out. I'd be less comfortable. <laughs> I wouldn't be more comfortable. I'd try to get out of there so fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you doing in there? When. <laughs> I'd be afraid my music would clash with someone else's. That, <laughs> well, look, there's the courtesy flush, right? I mean, that's something that that some people are nice enough to use, which 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 does a couple of things. I mean, it it can it can cover other sounds, and and at the same time move the progress of the whole process along at a more rapid pace. So that the the results of the process yeah, there's some don't concern, impact other people too there's much. There's concern, you know, it, about of the for the other, sure, but not to the degree in the West that it is in Asia. I just think in the, in I, the and private, I just think fundamentally from a cultural perspective, that's the reason why this hasn't caught on the way it has caught on. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, let's let's put it this way: as we know from the highest levels of this country, people do a lot of things on their phone while they're sitting in the bathroom uh, in the morning or whatever. Weren't you amazed the first time you walked into a public restroom and, you know, from a guy's perspective, standing at the urinal and there's another guy next to you and he's on the phone talking to somebody. Like what? Right. What? I was, I was more concerned when they were FaceTiming. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually that would make more sense. Wait a minute. What bathrooms are you going into? Hold on here. When, like, not that it bothered me because I was perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine. But it was. Um, yeah, yeah, that is that is strange. Yep. 
so strange that it's probably time to take one last break. Okay, listen, the way to get hold of us is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is Oops Culture Show. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, if you're still listening at this point, I think you might like this. And if you do, you should really subscribe. Because if you subscribe, these things will just show up for you and you can listen to them whenever you want to. That's the best way to go, really. Honestly, I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. But do it today, okay? Subscribe. Thank you. What I'm what I'm getting to also with the iPhone or the or whatever uh, cellular phone you're using, when when people are dragging them into the bathroom, they're providing music. They're you, people are checking email. They are they are tweeting. They are Instagram. We need facilities. We need all sorts of things. And so, how come that hasn't? Co- I, it would seem it's to be just too much. It, it's over the top. I just think though that that we would. How could you not want? If you're living in an area like we're in the northeast of the United northeastern United. See, States. I think if you could, if there was a, if if you could plug your phone into the, maybe there but, are new versions of you don't Japanese even need to plug toilets. Them in you, they could be wireless. Or maybe there are new versions of Japanese toilets now that accommodate. I think there's, well, you know, we do have the things coming along that, and it it all seems to be going this way because there's the things happening with, with the home that you can, you can access from anywhere. We have a Siri. (laughs) We can call Siri on our Japanese toilet. We we can talk to the toilet. Siri. It'd be the whole new twist on Dr. Doolittle. (laughs) It'd be Dr. Do a lot more, actually. Not do, not do little, do more. But would it, seriously, it's a cold winter's day, and I go into the bathroom, and, and because I have to do all of these that, things you can do, and I can not only that, but I can at the very least, I have a preset temperature on the toilet seat that I can sit down, and it can make me feel wonderful. You're gonna, you're gonna want to stay. It's pro- it could be oh, the warmest part goodness, of this. It might be. It absolutely <laughs> might be. And and then as you talked about before, we have the. Uh, you know the fountain out in front of the Bellagio um, <laughs> right. to to provide Colored us with just lights. an amazing <laughs> lights and 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 uh, who knows maybe maybe goldfish um, and and we have we have that also just going now. Don't you feel better? And and I think you have a business there. I think uh, you should. That's the that's the amazing thing. I mean, really, when you think about it, are, are, is this just a cultural resistant? Is there some sort of economic aspect to it? Yeah, I think it's Which a combination. takes us out of the cultural yeah, realm, but but you, you have to add all these factors in, and that's the, and that, there's your sure. answer. You know, not to say, and 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 again, you're the cultural expert here. I'm just the uh, pretty face. <laughs> and um, so, so why is that funny? Hold on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Look in the mirror. But, oh, it's oh. deflecting Wait, it's the negative. Mirror. Where is it placed? I, I always thought that was the goldfish I was looking at. It turns out it's me. Um, <laughs> the koi boy. Never eating there cat he is, The again. koi boy. <laughs> <laughs> not the boy koi. No, that's a whole. No, other that's thing. a that's a boy group. I no, think. I, not C O Y K O I. I think no. it was. Um, Stay with me here. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> Koi boy is very different from koi boy. Uh, yeah, koi, yeah, right. koi boy George, I think, is is a totally different thing. Or <laughs> well, there's koi boy toy also. <laughs> right. 
That's another podcast right there. Yep. yep. We'll get to it though. I think it's we'll I think it. it's a new addition. To, it's a new feature on the latest Japanese toilet. <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking one way or another, the koi boy toy has already come to American bathrooms. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, anyway, where the hell are we? Um, okay. Well, I, I, I don't think we've solved the problem of... Um, Did we have a problem? I didn't know we had a problem. Well, we, not, a, not a problem. It's a curiosity. Uh, I mean, it, you know, it, it's a curiosity. How come this thing that sounds... I mean, Torin, are you on board with this? This sounds like a really cool thing. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds the, amazing. The toilet in Japan. I, I, I'm talking I very about. much want one. You, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I want two. <laughs> I'm not getting you one for Christmas, by the way. Um, but it's it's a, that would be an interesting thing to buy someone for Christmas, wouldn't it? Here, it's a Japanese toilet. Well, you know, maybe there's somebody's working on this, and what they're doing is they're having to think about how we adapt it culturally to yeah. to. American culture, U.S. Okay. American culture, or or to Western European culture, and and maybe and it'd be it is an interesting exercise. What would I have to do to a traditional Japanese toilet to retain the attractive features, but to make it more appropriate to the culture in the U.S. If I want to sell it there, right? What do you think they would have to do? Well, I don't know because my reaction is the same as Torrens. My reaction you is, want everything the way I'll take it is. two, yes, and, and, and yours, is, is this, sounds, this sounds terrific. And in a world where, I mean, people are lining up for the newest telephone when it comes out, um, and, and, and they're lining up to get it like it's going to go bad on them if they don't get the, the first ones that are manufactured. And, and they can't get enough of these things. And all we can talk about is artificial intelligence and robots. Um, <laughs> so what do I think could do it? I think with the Japanese make the thing come the toilet come out of the room and make you it portable up, bring you back <laughs> into the bathroom so that no matter so you can keep walking around you can just you can clean the house yes it'll come and you just can, leap onto you you can get into your car with it right? you can just take it anywhere you want to go it's go on the go go it's on the go <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> you you could drive through McDonald's it's with perfect. it. It's perfect. It's so American, right? Exactly. You right, just you can drive through McDonald's. McDonald's That's sort of the complete loop, right there. <laughs> right yep. there. If, you yep. attach it to your seat. They're gonna have little <laughs> clip-ons like like baby seats in cars. Yeah. Gonna clip yeah. The Japanese toilet clip-on and in it'll your car. Protect you when you're driving, <laughs> as well. <laughs> it comes with an airbag. No more. <laughs> As long as it's in the right spot, no more, no more rest stops. You're in a permanent no rest more stop. Anything. You're never getting out of your car. You're it's in a mobile perfect. rest stop. It's so American. <laughs> we finally made America great again. We I did. Believe. I think, I we, think did. we did. Greater than ever. Ever and ever. <laughs> and, and and how much can you tell about a Japanese culture by looking in their toilet? I mean, it's just a, incredible. It, look, there's another aspect to it that is that that really does reflect with us. I mean, the the you've got a a country that is is you said before the Asian uh, countries have been uh, developed in culture with the idea that the group is at least as important as the individual in many no, 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 cases more, more. So, more so so it's it's it, it's vital so you've got a, a a group of people and especially in Japan which is a series of islands and and um isolated 
and for many, many years was literally isolated from the rest of the world. And and they will go along and do things and adjust and adapt to something, even though they're that 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 much faster than they'll adapt much faster than than the United States will. Because we're always, you know, we're independent and individual, so our our overall attitude towards things is prove it to me, show me, uh, something like that. Until we do, and then we line up for the next uh, next iPhone that they're going to overcharge me for. Mm. Well, not it, that I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, strap on your your Japanese go on, toilet, go on the go, clip it into your car, clip seat, it on, <laughs> and, and if they could make it fly. If they could make it fly, it would be the greatest invention of all time. Well, yeah. Didn't Da Vinci design one of those, a, a flying toilet like that? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. He's those sketches that he, he made. He was so far ahead. Oh, was, oh amazing. Man. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was. Yeah. He it was, was a computerized. Somewhere in there. Uh, somewhere in there was your a buns, sketch. Um, flying toilet mm-hmm. with an airbag. I'm pretty sure that he designed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he had yeah. Michelangelo also. I and, think, um, I think yes. if you look up at the Sistine Chapel, yes. um, you'll see in the little corner there somewhere, there's a cherub with a <laughs> Japanese toilet attached. Right. There's the cherub. Michelangelo's <laughs> greatest work. We've got the cherubs back because uh, they haven't been doing anything since then. <laughs> we've got. Yes. We've You're got, right. It was mostly Michelangelo we've got, who was we've doing got that. got cherubs That's right. twice in one podcast. <laughs> How many times can you use a cherub? It's not easy. It's not easy. So well done. Well, <laughs> I think the last time I heard cherubs uh, noted was. Uh, Oh, that was kind of a seedy uh, movie theater in a bad section of town. But we, uh, anyway. Um, oh, you consider the cherub section? It was the, yes, the cherub section. <laughs> when, and there were no airbags, believe me. Uh, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, um, you know what? You know, you know what time it is? Look on your toilet. I'm sure it has a clock somewhere. So, would you like a, a, a digital <laughs> or? A, a, yeah. Well, we can do. Yeah, you can. You can look at the digital timer, clock. A you countdown. can look at the. Yeah. Yeah. What's a the countdown of would digital be interesting. Again? We're so digital, we forget the term for non-digital. What well, I again? think when you're sitting on the toilet, the term digital can mean a whole lot. <laughs> um. <laughs> what's the, what is Torn? What's look it up for us, please? <laughs> what you know? You have an you have a digital clock and you have a analog. Oh, oh, see, we're so digital, I can't think of the term. Thank you. Oh, oh thank oh, you. Okay. The analog. Yes, yes analog. Thank right. Thank you. Right. Which is being able to read the hands on a clock is a, is a lost art. That's that's unfortunately a lost art. I guess. Do we need it for anything? Like the like the 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 disappearing art of of handwriting uh, of of uh, cursive writing. Yes, cursive writing. absolutely. Right. Yeah. Because... Uh, Torin, you didn't you didn't learn cursive writing, did you in school? I did, but briefly. I think briefly in fifth grade. Torrents of a younger generation. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's not. Yes, Torrents much younger than the than us. We are at, at least one hundred eighty three. I'm eight years I think. old. Um, but and and Torrents eight, <laughs> which we want to talk to you about the puberty thing, Tor. That's uh, strange that coming up, gone through that. Coming up. Yes, uh, it's about the voice. Um, it's a little weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you're so you're you're minimally cursived. Yes, uh, if I can make that yes, into a exactly. past tense for or cursive deficient. I don't want to make it negative, but but it but I it think is most most kids 
today are. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so handwriting is is actually deteriorated immensely. It's, oh, but because we don't need but it. But here's right? the question: So what? So I mean, what? That's the reason. Is it important? I mean, we've, we've given up the quill pen because so what? Thus, we don't so you need, it. need an analog toilet. Yeah. And I'm saying no. Heat mine up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. On that note, um, I'm Tom Peterson, and uh, I'm sitting here trying to educate you with Dean Foster, who's, in theory anyway, um, one of the great experts in culture around the world. Is that accurate? Sure. Okay, we'll go with it. Uh, and if you buy that, there's this bridge we've got. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, smell ya. Just want to bother you one last time to say we're a brand new podcast here at Oops Your Culture's Showing, and we could really use your help by subscribing to the podcast. And not to mention that if, if you hung around this long and, and you liked what you heard, well, this makes it just easier for you to get the podcast. They'll pop up for you whenever they're released, so you can listen to them on your phone or your computer or however you listen to them. And it's easy to get, too. Just subscribe using iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. It really isn't hard, and we could really use your support. So from all of us here at Oops, Your Culture Showing, thanks.